Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. How are you? Is that your, is that your sexy voice? Yes. Yeah. Is this your, um, I'm going to answer the phone and my, hi, this is Lee Canelli. May I help you? Welcome to Hilliard Studio Method. How can I help you? <laughs> I think you should be on the phone well, all the time. All the time. All the time. What's funny that you said, is that your sexy voice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know you can identify because you constantly have like a million thoughts going in your head. Yeah. And, you know, well, <laughs> taught at the studio, took a shower, was getting dressed to come downstairs knowing we were going to podcast. And for some reason... <laughs> Okay. Bear with me. For some reason, I had this thought in my mind that it would be hot because I was getting dressed. Like, what am I going to wear? Sweatshirt. What are you going to wear to podcast? Yeah. Because everyone can yeah. see you. Right. Hurry right. work on the makeup, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, but it's always hot down there. We start podcasting. It's never and you're hot always, down here. I'm yes, freezing. It, see? So it's always freezing. So I'm the one that gets hot. And then I was like, and then I'm going to have to take off my sweatshirt. And then I'm going to oh, be That's always a treat. Naked. Miss it. And then no one can see it. Except me. Except you. And I'm supposed to talk through that. Yeah. And then so I you feel- you sweating, taking your clothes off. I'm just supposed <laughs> to sit here and go, and we're going to talk about no this big next deal. topic. Right. Right. But then that felt a little too vulnerable. And so then I was thinking it's the new year and we could call it like the naked naked podcast, which has like two we, meanings. Every, like I'm actually naked and we're like Lee, every, boiling it down. Every podcast <laughs> is nakedly podcast. That's what we're going to start calling it. Oh yeah. Cause she's all, you're hot. Yeah. In many ways. Um, and I'm cool in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> so we just wanted to hop on and tell y'all that the new podcast is called the naked podcast yeah. with Liz and Lee. Yeah. And don't imagine it, but we <laughs> yeah, you should see it. it. It hasn't happened yet. I will cue the I will I'll cue the audience when the when the strip tease starts, and it's just like, oh, it's so hot in here. I can't believe you got the heat up, and it is about sixty degrees outside. So, oh my God, but you know, there was that real meaning of you know, hot, naked, and stripped down. No, mind back of. You know, we try to talk about authenticity. Oh, I and see what you're real, saying. Now right? You're go right? With right? The metaphorical, we're naked, as there in we're we burying our you naked soul. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which we do without even thinking about. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. right. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to bear our naked soul and our your and your and my naked top yeah. half. <laughs> Still dressed, y'all. It's fine. No worries. It's good. The I'll golfers. Let I'll let you know the when golf it course. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's there's right. Liz and Lee again. <laughs> Well, actually there's Lee. I think that's Liz. Um, yeah. Ooh, so here know, we are. Don't know how we bring that out of the muck. Well, you know, it's, it's about real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about time. Let's get real. It's yeah, 2022, it's, right? It's been a real, real year for sure. Yeah. 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 We were uh, having a little laugh a minute ago about it's like 2021 was the first word I think of. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and ask myself that question. Go ahead. 
panic. Like everybody has just been in a panic this mm. past year. Don't you think? Yeah. I was going with shit show, but you, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. we're here. Like yeah. it's mostly, but, fine. I mean, but not like panicked about like the year before, like 2020 was like, holy shit. This is like, we are locked in, mm. but now it's just like, everything is reactionary and, you know, nobody can take a breath before they like spill their guts and go, Oh my God, you know, right, right. it's another variation of the strain or, you know, come on people. It is, we're living with this stuff now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we are talking about, you know, what was the next guidelines coming out from the government on this, you know, the new viral strain. I say, just wear a mask, relax, Take some deep breaths, get your vaccines and boosters, and we're gonna we're we're getting through it. But we gotta be a little less hair of the trigger. Hair of the trigger. Huh, that's a new one. That's a new one. You just <laughs> I got hair of the dog. Tom and I Wait, combined see? hair of the dog and like trigger happy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. are you hungover? No, and- but when you are hungover, you do not need a gun nearby. Wow. Wow. I mean, just a thought to have. That's just a, you sort of a, a, you know, a thing to live by. Okay. Um, okay. No. Yeah. No. People have just been like ready to react and freak out. And, and I suppose there's plenty of good reasons, but that doesn't mean we have to do them. Right. Right. I mean, so there is some real division in the country and we are in the middle of a pandemic and we are uncertain in our um, economy and we are going through all the things that we've been going through and it's now on year two, but aren't we kind of used to it? Doesn't this start year three? Uh, wait, 2020, 2021. Oh, wow. It starts year three. Might as well. So we're a barrel of good times. <laughs> Thanks for starting us off just like that. No, uh, but I mean, right. Here we are. The bird's back. He's back. He's <laughs> right back. when we started. That's right. He's Slam. like, yes, I'm in this. We should just, you know, bring him into the room. Yeah. He wants to be in here. Interview him. Keep going. No, I was going to say, let's turn this ship around. Yeah. And now we've got a new year and it's all about how you're going to react, address, handle, mm-hmm. move forward. And how about this? How about this concept? Okay. How about we do a whole lot less reaction and a whole lot more take a breath and then take some action? Mm-hmm. Because reaction is just, oh my God, oh my God, it's again, what am I going to do if my kids have to get out of school or all those things, all the things right. that make us react and, and I think treat people uh, with disrespect. I think people have been on a hair trigger reaction spin for a hair long Hair trigger. Again. What does that hair mean? Trigger. Have you never heard this term before? No, I thought you made it up and we just summarized No, that. of course. It, it, the one thing about you, Lee, okay. is you're so young. Yes. <laughs> A hair trigger. Like I'm going to make a decision on it. Yeah. She's, she's already on the Google train. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, go ahead and Google it. So I can be right again. Go ahead. Um, where, where was I going with this? So Lord knows. here's the thing. People have been the last, at least in 2021, maybe not 2020, 2020, we were like a deer in headlights. Okay. 2021, we were like Annie Oakley with guns firing out of both hipsters, hipsters, hips. And it was like coming ready to fight. So what do we all in 2022 take a deep breath and try a little kindness Mm-hmm. Try a little uh, compassion. Try a little, well, it, they see that that way. I don't see it that way. That doesn't mean I have to like 
destroy their thought or destroy their concept of what their premise of this situation is. What it means is I have to accept that that's who they are and move on with myself and sometimes get myself out of the way of all this reactionary rudeness, meanness. And I think 2022 should be the year of kindness. That's going to be my uh, watchword this year. I like it. Yeah. I mean, why not? I don't see why not. I think that's a great. So you have already Googled up uh, hair yeah, trigger, Yeah, I just right? didn't know it was a thing. A trigger of a firearm set for release at the slightest pressure. Exactly. Liable to change For you to question my knowledge is, is really another. Oh, no questions. <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> clarify for myself. I wanted to learn something new. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it is that time of year where people are making... I guess, uh, many different things, goals, resolutions. Well, they're hopeful. They're like, please, God, let this be different from the last mm. year. Or the, What will be know. different? I mean, every year. Well, you know what's going to be different? different? When you change your mind about it, what, what is in front of you? We, are, we have so many opportunities every single day to make it the best day ever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that, you know, unicorns rain from the heavens, you know, even though that would be super cool. But it <laughs> has to be with, even if you're in the worst seemingly the worst part of your day, you know, maybe shit's hit the fan. Maybe your husband lost a job. Maybe you, you know, you found out you're sick. I don't know. You look at life in a way that is an opportunity. I don't think there's any other way to do it. I mean, if, if we look at life as, oh, I just got handed this bag of bad things mm-hmm. once again, then you're always going to be handed a bad, a bad bag of bad things. It's just right. a recurring nightmare or it's a recurring dream it, mm. or it's a recurring I like that. good thing. And I think one thing you and I uh, do as, as together when we're together is really look on, we take a moment, we take a moment, the mm-hmm. two of us. And that's why I like you so much. You're pretty, you're pretty special. Because <laughs> we kind of take a moment to sort of mean? look at our day or okay. look at the situation we're in at the moment. Mm-hmm. And one of us may react, one of us may not, but I feel very on solid ground with you. Mm-hmm. But without you, I do too. I mean, sure. my ground has got to be solid and sacred at the same time. Because the ground I'm on, if it's not sacred, then it's like the pit and I'm not going there. Right. So, right. I mean, each person's in, responsible for their own individual happiness. Uh, right. Prosperity. Right. Health. There you go. Sorry. It's like a, it's like a hair trigger reaction. <laughs> oh my God. Great ideas, Liz. <laughs> Love that thought. I agree. No. And I think that's the next level too. After that is all the little things that you do and the habits that you practice that make that life that you wish for come true Mm -hmm. to be kind, to be um, loving towards other people, to not react so much. Right. It's every little step. And the reaction to what's coming your way just keeps you in that same spiral or not spiral, just that same life. If you react the same way you always do to, Oh shoot, you know, the, the washing machine is broken. Uh, you know, yeah, you're going to have to call the repairman and or borrow money from, you know, the bank to buy one or whatever you do, but you just deal with it. Right. And you push through it. Um, I just think about how I used to walk through life and sort of accept what was thrown at me mm-hmm. as, oh, that's just what that is. And mm. oh, that's just, 
my, I'm again, I'm too stupid. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. All those things. And that's just going to continue to come my way as long as I look at life as I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not that enough. And so when I changed my mind, uh, and I would say I changed my mind about five years ago, really changed my mind. Mm -hmm. And, and then when I changed my mind for real and decided to live the life I'm living now, I have an abundance and I have an abundance on my own. Right. Uh, you're part of that abundance for me. And then you and I together share a life that is filled with abundance. Mm -hmm. Um, we are the richest people in the world, right? It's, it's the abundance of love and joy and, and not necessarily the material things. Absolutely. It's not even the material things. The I think the material things get in our way. For sure. We were just talking about that, right? We were reading yes. the Times article about, you know, why is the... Um, well, it started with the supply chain and yeah. materialism and consumerism mm -hmm. and that we all just buy too a much load of too much, too many all the time because everything generally before this snafu, which probably came to show us for a reason, yeah. we did at the snap of your fingers, we were able to get whatever we wanted when we wanted. And there's two parts of that, in my opinion, one, the materialism, consumerism of see it, buy it, receive it, mm -hmm. that that breeds definitely a lack of any care and value for the right. things that we do have, for the essential things that we need, any appreciation for that, which continues to drive a divide between kind of a have and a have not mm -hmm. society. Yeah. I mean, it's not bringing anybody, you know, a lot of good unless we do use right consumer products for good and for those who need it. The other thing I see with that is kind of that instant gratification that goes into, um, the more esoteric abstract side of like social media and, mm -hmm. and the way we view our own image and other images of other people in the world, that it's constantly in our face. It's constant. And it's, and it's just not who we are. Us. It's not who we are. Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, as far as the ego goes, if all you are, if your whole platform is just your ego, meaning what you look like, who you hang out with, how much money you make, what kind of car you drive, all those ego things. And we all have them. Mm -hmm. We, I think a healthy ego is, is a good idea, but if it becomes who you are and you don't have the spiritual aspect or the right. solid ground, the sacred ground for which, where you're coming from. And it, it not, it's not just a balance every day. It's just a, it's a thing I have to do to remember who I am. You know, right. I love my car. We all know that. I'm, yeah. I'm a big car girl. Uh, but I have to also remember that's who I am. That is not who I am. The likes on Instagram is not who I am. And um, it's sadly, um, I get caught in the trap too. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in an Instagram post up and I'll go, wow, I'm going to check and see how many likes I have. Of course. It's really interesting. Your ego is like more, 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 more. Where if but you notice the person also, there's like dual people inside of you. There's mm -hmm. the person you are that's going, why are you actually interested in that? Yeah. Why do you care? Yeah. And there's always a dialogue, I think, inside of us. And I think if we listen to that dialogue and we listen to the, we've called it before on this podcast, the God within, which is really just who we are, sure. our high self, it's going to protect you. Mm -hmm. It's going to protect you. And mm -hmm. that's who you really are. 
Um, and so, yeah, this whole consumer thing, uh, is obviously out of control. I mean, we were in Memphis over Christmas and the last day you left the day before I left. Right. And <laughs> went to the restaurant in our really kind of nice hotel we were in uh-huh. and they didn't have any food. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, we got coffee. I mean, you know, it, you know, just the chain, uh, the, the consumer, whatever, the chain of you know, our supply trained. and demand Thank is, you. is off. The demand is high. The supply yeah. has been, right. um, challenged and now we've got to, you know, readjust mm-hmm. and recalculate how yeah. we, you know, process and use materials and goods and what's really important and right. not. And I think that's two strong examples. And I think for me, what I'd like to to see slowly change is, you know, a part of this discussion is social media is age. And as adults who had more time to figure out who we are as individuals versus our youth and especially our young girls and teenagers who are mm-hmm. using this platform, how they're developing with that at the forefront is really well, a we scary had this, thought. That's a, it is a scary thought. We had this discussion uh, this week and last couple of days because you've got a 13 year old mm-hmm. and that is an ego platform, right? There is no spirituality to it, of course. And and I get it. I mean, that's, it's fun and all that, Sure, but it's helpful to actually know who you are. So there it was posited in the New York times a, couple, a week or so ago that it's actually, for instance, Instagram, specifically Instagram and teenage girls is, is being proven over and over again to be super harmful. But why is that? because it reflects back to them who they are. Right. Well, who at 13, 14, 15, 16 has any real sense of who they are. Right. And if they really believe that all they are is that, you know, I'm changing clothes on TikTok and I'm doing all that stuff and I've got all these followers and all these likes and that changes for them or they, you know, become not the top of the heap. Mm-hmm. That is devastating and that can be deadly and lethal and it has been Mm -hmm. so you know what do you do about it I don't know I don't know you as a parent as a human being that knows people like that you just try to remind them over and over again that that's not every that's not really who you are but if that's who you are right now we've got it just know that the fall is if you're going to depend on the ego for building you up it's also going to be the thing that takes you Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's exposure to real things and real people. Mm -hmm. So the time spent around other females, other males who are positive influences. I mean, obviously I think the two of us can say movement is a huge thing. I Mm -hmm. mean, if a, a girl or a young boy is outside, inside moving, being athletic, expressing energy that it's less time just trying to look at what other people are doing. So there's a great benefit of, you know, I I know my children have learned a lot that I didn't learn as a teenager. That's super helpful. I mean, Mm -hmm. Anna's got skincare 101 down. I'm like, Oh, they've got, can I see that TikTok? Right. (laughs) So there are those benefits of learning skills Mm -hmm. and being able to access but at what, at that. what end? At what, at well, what that's, end, that's at what end are you point. learning yeah. the skills of, of skincare to be the prettiest girl on Well, no, media? of course I'm saying that's going to go yeah. both right. ways. Like, yes, right. you can learn skills, but overall, is it the most beneficial platform? I mean, 
Probably not. Probably you know, not. it's a, a probably for sure not. Yeah. Um, and then there's that balance of, but it is again, what it is. If everybody's on it, this is the world they're growing up in. So how can we help? How can we supplement? How can we teach them? We talk about goals, resolutions, and making habits and daily. Well, I things think, that you do, you have to teach them. Again, it comes down always, always to modeling. You model the behavior, which you want your children to absorb. They don't hear anything. They just see. Mm -hmm. I, I, do you remember anything your parents ever told you? I don't. <laughs> because I never, ever listened to the words they used. I, I, I watched the actions they mm -hmm. took. Those are the things that stick with you. Mm -hmm. And if your kids see you on the phone all the time or they see you, all I care about is what clothes I'm wearing or makeup and all those sort of things. And and, and I'd like to say this about my own workout, Hilliard, Hilliard Studio Method. And it's important to me to say this is this is not an ego driven workout. And I, I, I would hope that none of the workouts are and and maybe none of them are, but sometimes people just go, I just want to be pretty. I just want to lose weight. Um, I'm going to come work out until I lose this 15 pounds. I just want to be pretty for, you know, da, 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 da. Um, and I have built this business on inside and out mm -hmm. on the, on the empowerment of women and men finding their truest, most vulnerable, uh, most imperfected selves accepting those selves and then becoming stronger mm -hmm. through a workout that simply moves a body and encourages the mind also to, to move in a positive direction. So I had to bring that up. That's important I to me. I think that's the key. It's important to me. And so to me, that's self-care. Your work, my workout is self-care. My workout is not, I need to get into a size four or, right. you know, any of that sort of thing. Um, no, it's not. And I have to be careful. I mean, an example of kind of that ego and identity. I mean, there was a time probably a couple months ago where I kind of had to reflect and go, wow, if my role here doesn't exist, mm -hmm. wh who am I? Oh, that's a good one. So I'd put a little, a lot of emphasis on being good at what I do and loving what I do into defining who I was. Oh, yeah. And if I wasn't the best and or needed or whatever, then, well, I'm nothing. That was some good self-realization because you are hurt. Like yeah, took me I remember down. we talked took a, me down a little bit. We talked a lot about that. Mm -hmm. And I understand that perfectly mm -hmm. because I've, I've been there, done that. And every, I mean, I do it over and over and over again. We do that. But the more we do it, we hone our skills, right. skills on how to separate ourselves from who, what we do. Exactly. And because you do your work for uh, Hilliard Studio Methods so expertly, uh, you know, you're just Thank you. incredible. That can really easily become who you are. Right. And I know that Hillier Student Method is who I am. Right, right. But I have a different role in it, you know? Right. Yours is like, bam, I, I totally saw you kind of spir spiraling down. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm not that, who am I? Right. And, and then it's also an opportunity again. It's also the gift that the ego gives us. The ego gives us the gift of is that really who you are, you know, or making you believe that's who you are. And then the spirit lifts you back up and yeah. there's the spirit outside. I know that was the bird, the bird right still by. Here. And that is what I felt and learned that it's not about 
the numbers of how many people in my class, it's who's in my class. Yeah. It's not that they came to my class. It's that they came for themselves and what part of me am I going to mm -hmm. give them? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's way more internal and selfless and caring and compassionate. And that's the reason why I show up. It's not for any and that's why medal you're a teacher. or reward. And that's why all of our teachers that we have right. on that roster you know, it's, it's just like social media. Mm -hmm. You'll go, Oh gosh, I only had, you know, so-and-so people sure. show, show up in my class today, but you gave those people everything you right. had. And I think that helps you go, well, where can I do better? You know, mm -hmm. that showed me how much I do value what mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I don't think I was dialing it in even close, but to then go, what can I change? What can I learn from myself, from other people? The best do thing, a little better. The best thing that ever happened to me as a businesswoman mm -hmm. was was people coming in and doing it what I perceived to possibly be yep. at least as good, if not better. And right. I perceived it as they're going to kick my ass, right? Because they know more than me, they're smarter than me, they've done this longer than me, and every single time, every single time, I got better for it, and every single time, my business got better for it. Yeah, and so nobody wants that stuff coming in your face. But when it does, if you stand up in your own power, in your own vulnerability, yeah. in your own, I don't have this down. I don't know. Even you're questioning yourself. I don't think I know what I'm doing after all. Oh no, someone else is doing it better. Oh no, they must know something I don't. Right. Mm -mm. No, no. Well, and that's that difference between the real um, I guess like BS, fake it till you make it. And yeah. the real, I know what I'm doing. How can I yeah, how learn can I? and grow a little better right. to remain in that authentic place of kind of self-reflection? You've always got to be an authority in what you choose. Or I, I, I feel like I'm an, I'm a, an authority in what I have chosen to do with my life, mm -hmm. but I am not an authority in this life and in my profession that says I have nothing to learn. That's every right. day I have something to learn and every day I learn something. And if I don't, I've, I've wasted time. Mm -hmm. Well, you're curious and you always have been. And I think that's what part, I think what keeps you Don't you think young. that's the key? Curiosity? Yeah, I do. Well, it's not just to being young, but to be in, in life. I mean, just to be engaged. any age. Mm -hmm. Engaged, curious. You know. I mean, otherwise, what is the point? Right. What is the point? Yeah. yeah. You were born now. You're statically perfect. Yeah. <laughs> really? Just to sit here oh, and be weird. go through the motions. And I know there are times when people feel like they don't have another way out and have to go through the motions. But I think you can, again, with just your notice you're going through the motions. Exactly. And forgive yourself and go, oh, I'm going through the motions because I am scared to death. And if I don't go through the motions to get through this moment or this year of life, mm -hmm. then I have no backup. Mm -hmm. And so keep knowing that and then find the courageous steps to go ahead and find your incredible self, which we, I know I do every single day. And I look at you like right near, and by the way, she's not naked yet, but I look <laughs> at you across the table and I'm like, I'm always amazed. I don't know. There's something about when we're doing these podcasts mm -hmm. and we go really focus in on each other. Cause I'm looking straight at you yeah. and I go, how lucky am I? You know, how amazing this life is that I've created for myself mm -hmm. and um, to attract and to be with the people I am. But, you know, in this specific, I'm looking at you. 
And and we do this a lot. And we, I think we sort of rev ourselves up a little bit on these mics sometimes, but we're (laughs) staring at each other and there's such love and real respect between us. And like, I don't know what that was like to not have that, Mm. you know, or I do know what it was like, but it was not living a full life. That's right. And so that's what I wish for everybody in this Mm -hmm. 2022 or every Mm -hmm. year, day, moment of their life is to find the purpose and the, that's in themselves to attract the people around you. Cause you need those people around you for sure that invigorate you and that bring you higher. Mm -hmm. They don't have to build you up. They just need to lift your, your level of vibration, just the slightest for you to be able to see things you didn't know you could see. Don't you think? I do. So that's what we do. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, in the part that you said about being courageous, I think the image that I've, at least I can speak for myself, that you have of what courage is before you get it is very scary. So instead of trying to be courageous, I think it's more about accepting fear. Ah, that's a really good way to put that. Accepting fear. And I think if we talk about courage and fear and how that relates to your point about kindness Mm -hmm. and showing kindness to yourself and kindness to others it's a lot about exploring that fear in order to be courageous, in order to have love and acceptance in your life for yourself and for others. Because I know you've thought a lot about I kind of that duo, that dual relationship between love, and, love acceptance and acceptance and what they mean. So you're saying, but I just want to go back to what you just said. Mm-hmm. You said kindness. So you're, and I like it because kindness to oneself is a form of self-care. So you brought yes. kindness full circle just a little bit. Now uh-huh. your question is about what? To you kind of just, you know, transitioning that example into how we use love and acceptance. Ah, got it. Got it. Well, they interrelate. I have thought about that and thought about that and thought about that. I know. For like a long (laughs) time because people say, oh, I love, I love you, but I don't agree with your lifestyle Mm -hmm. or, um, I, I love him, but I don't like the way he acts you know, mm-hmm. or I love you, but you go right. to the wrong church. Mm-hmm. So I've just thought about this whole acceptance thing. And I thought, where are those boundaries that, uh, that love has that mm-hmm. acceptance is not a part of? And I absolutely can't find where love and acceptance are anything but one thing. Mm-hmm. They don't separate for you. I, I, I've listened to other podcasts. I've read every thing about love and accepting oneself. I mean, how can you not accept yourself, right? Mm-hmm, that you don't true self-love is right. acceptance of who we are. So therefore I take that and I take it into the other world of people that say, Liz, to me specifically, mm-hmm. um, I love you, but I don't accept your lifestyle or I love you, but I don't accept the way you, well, your lifestyle, the way you, the way you do things. Mm -hmm. So I've thought about that, thought about it. And I believe those people are very sincere, but I also believe they're very wrong because I don't believe you can put a boundary and a pretty package around love. I believe love in itself is intrinsically 
completely 100% acceptance of someone else or of yourself. So if your family, you come out to your family as gay or you come out or something or whatever you are, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> reigning example at the table, yeah, but yeah. whoever I mean, you are, whatever but you honestly, believe. Honestly, a lot of people are afraid and, I, and rightly so. Because people put stipulations on love. They say, well, we don't do things that way in our family. We don't, we, we disagree with these ways of life. But what if it's your child or your sister or your brother or whoever it is in your actual family? And you say, I love you, but I don't agree with your lifestyle. I believe that's not true. I believe they're wrong. I believe that's not true love because I love my own daughter. And while I, you know, I can't imagine what she could do. Mm -hmm. Literally, she could murder somebody. I would visit her in jail and love her completely and accept her. You know, it would be a bad thing, right? But Mm -hmm. I believe acceptance and love are the same thing. And truly accepting yourself is the deepest form of self-love. And then you get out out of your own way because you accept finally who you really are. And the courage comes and the kindness comes when you finally accept. And the courage says, or what did you say a while ago? You said something about fear. Just accepting the fear and going, well, whatever it is, I love myself more than not to do this thing. Right. Therefore, you've got a, maybe you've got a family that says, I love you, but I disagree with your politics, your, your religion, your, but it usually comes down to your sexuality, your lifestyle, especially in these circumstances we all find ourselves in, especially me and you. (laughs) Um, And I'm not specifically talking about us. I'm talking about anybody. I mean, it's about the queer teenagers that are coming out that are on the streets. You know, they're not accepted by their family. Their family goes, oh, I love you, my 14-year-old son, but I disagree with your lifestyle. What does that say to him? I am not worthy of love. Right. So when really, I think that's more about the fear of the other person, of the person who can say, I love you, but don't accept you, that's the fear. So anybody who's walked through a path where they've actually faced the fear, gained the courage, become accepting of themselves, can love other people better. Yes, completely. And therefore, there's where the kindness and compassion comes out the in kind, the world. And the ki- and then keep going because you're exactly right. The, the acceptance of oneself, the kindness and compassion towards oneself mm-hmm. just multiplies exuberantly and crazily when you put it out to toward other people. Mm-hmm. Because when you have decided that you are worthy, that you yourself are good to go. And boy, that's hard. I struggle with it every day. So I think most of us do. Mm-hmm. But at the root of me personally, Liz, I know I'm worthy. I have my ego that comes back and tells me I'm not because I'm not blah, blah, blah enough. And, but I know at the root of who I am, I'm worthy. Yeah. And so therefore I am wealthy in abundance of, of, of love mm-hmm. and I can accept love from you and I can right. accept love from other people and I can see love where I didn't know love was before. I didn't know it. 
Right. Because now it's the box has opened up the box that I was contained in that said I had to be thus and so in order to be worthy and loved and accepted. It's no longer I'm out of the box. It's like the good Pandora's box. I just was thinking. Did you really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I wish I I wish there was a good Pandora's box, but I think there is one. Well, I think we can create one and call it something different. Yeah, exactly. The point being acceptance and love are one and the same. Right. And I don't believe you can separate. I think they have to coexist. And courage comes from that acceptance. Mm -hmm. And then that love permeates out into the world. And then kindness becomes your go-to because more second people nature. are just, exactly, it's second nature. People are just trying to do their best. Mm-hmm. For me to react to somebody in a hostile way is just on me. Again, I'll say it as always, on me. I may totally disagree with them and I do with a lot of people. That doesn't mean I get to be deprecated. I don't get to say you're wrong. I don't get to say that. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what happened this morning. I don't know Mm -hmm. how they were brought up. I don't know how many things were told them that they were unworthy or they needed to be fearful of the world because only people that did, you know, these eight things were those worthy enough to get to heaven. I don't know what they went through. So I'm kind to them, just like I'm kind to me when I forget and Mm -hmm. I'm not quite as... Uh, self-assured as I need to be every single day because simply I'm breathing, not what I know, not who I know, not what you have, any of that, but simply because I'm born and I'm alive and that's all of us, right? I think so. So that's acceptance. One and the same, love and acceptance. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Ah, well, that's a good way to start the new year. No kidding. Accepting that we're all in this big giant arc together going through 2022 where we now live in a new world. We can make this new world and accept this new world. First of all, accept it, have the courage to live in it and have the courage to be kind to those that are with us. But first it starts at home inside of our own bodies, inside of our own soul, because I'm happy as I can be right now. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I have, you know, all those jets, like I said before. (laughs) The jets would be lovely, right? Right, Would they bring anything but a big gas bill? real. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine the jet fuel? (sighs) Well, that's a whole nother. Mm. I mean, no, don't worry. If if the, you know, I'm all about, if the money wants to come, come on money. That's great. (laughs) I'm all excited about it. Uh, Remember we were in Memphis during Christmas and we, (laughs) and Robert's mother-in-law gave us all a lottery ticket. And I was like, oh. are we sure we should do this? Because don't families just fall apart when one of them wins the lottery? <laughs> I think we all felt like, nope. Nope. This one, We're going to take our this chances. This one's got the winner. I'll do it. Yeah. Can't win if you don't play. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and then that's with life. You can't but win that, if you don't play. Right? Bigger, bigger moral of the story there. Yeah. So I love play. the fact that you and I get to do this together, everything together. And so even apart, I know that you're with me and even apart when I have someone close in my life, I know they're with me and I'm with them. I, I catch their back. You catch mine mm-hmm. and we accept each other. You even accept me for Lord knows all of God it. God knows the stuff <laughs> I do. <laughs> Makes it fun. It's like living with a whirling dervish. It really is. Sometimes. It's okay though. It's, you know, nice 
whirling energy <laughs> and it makes it exciting and fun. Well, you keep me very grounded. Well, and you and keep we- me on my fucking toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we all need those people, right? I think so. All, yeah, we need all of them, all of them and accept all of them. There we go. Love them. <laughs> and I love you. And I love you. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast. <laughs>